back to the Vet SOS show brought to you by the Who, Who You Know Network. Remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Very excited today. We got a great guest in Brian Nicewander, who's here to just tell us some great information, especially if you're transitioning from the military. It's going to be absolutely amazing. You got to tune into this. And if you're not tracking on the products he has, uh, you definitely got to get in, get in on it because it is some good stuff. I'm here as always with my partner, Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. And thank you all for tuning in and showing up. We got some excellent, excellent information for you here. Brian is just a mover and shaker in the community. So uh, strap in and get ready for some knowledge bombs. Absolutely. And we want to thank you all uh, for joining in as always. And we want to thank you for those of you who are pairing your channels with us. Um, if you don't know how to pair your channels with us, Send us a note, hashtag pairing. We will let you know how to do it. It's very simple, and you can put this episode out on your social media's original content and, and help spread the word to our veteran community. Without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, Brian Nicewander, a 27-year Air Force veteran, is the founder of MilitaryTransition.org, an organization that uses data analytics and visualiz visualization to assist military members with their transition to the civilian workforce. For the past two decades, Brian has worked with fellow veterans throughout the process. He started MilitaryTransition.org after identifying a need for data-driven lessons, which enable transition and employment decisions. His organization also shares data and visuals, visual, I am struggling with that word, I've messed it up every time, <laughs> to assist military spouses overcome employment challenges. His organization publishes free guidebooks that highlight lessons every service member needs to understand before returning to the civilian life. Whoo, Brian, how you doing today? Sean, I'm doing great. And I apologize for the tongue twister there. So <laughs> I will do my best. I'll trip on my tongue a few times here during our conversation, uh, just uh, to make you feel good. I'm going to have to <laughs> start doing those, those voice training things before we come on the air. Yeah. Uh, practice a little bit. <laughs> so, you're a veteran, served 27 years. Uh, you're also, from what I remember from your your bio, you're in you were in intelligence, correct? Um, correct. Which you know, I'm in intelligence. We all know that's the, the best field to be in. in absolutely. The military, so absolutely. Um, that, Aside from medical. Aside from yeah. medical. Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so you noticed a gap. What led to that? Like, how, how did you sit there and go, you know what, we, we need to do something? Yeah. Sean and Mark, let me start by saying thanks for uh, having me on the podcast. I'm truly honored. And I really do hope to drop some uh, knowledge bombs here as well. Uh, so um, how did this idea come up, I guess, is what you're really getting at. And uh, so let me kind of just roll back the hands of time. So 27-year uh, Air Force veteran. I uh, came out on active duty in 1990. And I was an intel officer, right? So I graduated from the Air Force Academy, came out, and I love to tell folks that all you do in the intel business is that you take data and information and you put it into context for a decision. It could be a tactical decision, a target that you're going to strike in the Air Force, or it can be a strategic decision. You know, there's something happened in the Pacific theater, uh, and uh, we need to think about what we're going to do to counter those evolving threats. You know, so tactical to strategic. Uh, I was on active duty for six years. I was uh, in uh, Alaska. I kind of had a joint assignment. Uh, so we lived on Fort Richardson back when it was uh, separate from uh, Elmendorf. Now it's a joint base. Uh, we lived with the Army and we worked with the Navy. So quasi-joint tour, great assignment, learned an immense amount. 
And then I went from there to Offutt Air Force Base, and I was a part of the uh, Airborne Intelligence uh, Surveillance and Reconnaissance ISR community, RC-135 community, another great assignment. Um, but at that point, the wall had fallen, and so there was this huge peace dividend, and I decided it was time to go out and do something different. And so I took off the uniform, and I went out into corporate America. And I came here to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, and I went to work for Procter & Gamble. And I did market research, business intelligence. And so it was my role to take data and information and put it into context for a decision. And I learned it was the same thing you did in uniform, tactical through strategic decisions, that same analytic tool that you use right here, um, I did it out in corporate America. And I learned an amazing amount. We collected data through different means, but ultimately you had to figure out what does it mean and what do we do about it? So while I was in corporate America, uh, I have been out uh, in the public and private sectors for 26 years now, helping veterans for two decades. I continued on as a reservist for uh, after uh, for, for 21 years. So that's where I came up with the 27 total years active and reserve. Um, but I learned that, um, you know, industry does the same exact thing that we do with intelligence. But I recruited lots of veterans and I felt like we owed them the same level of rigor that we use for national security and business decisions applied to their transition. So that's what really gave rise to military-transition.org. And we started by collecting all this data. We also learned that service members, every service member asks the same questions when they think about what follows their service. They ask questions like, what is someone like me with my education, skills, experience? You know, what do they do in the civilian world? Do they like it? Are they happy? Is their family happy? And what lessons did they learn that I can apply to my transition? They ask the same questions, but they want to know for people that fit their profile. So that's where our interactive data dashboards uh, came from. You put in your branch rank, years of service, age, specialty, MOS, AFSC, and it will give you nine pages of data. And then it gives you two pages broken down of who's actually in the data set um, in, you know, that fits your profile. So uh, that's where it all started. We took that same approach and we applied it to military spouses because they have employment challenges. And we asked similar questions uh, with uh, interactive uh, data dashboards for them as well. So uh, long answer to a short question, but that's really where it all started is we took the same approach that we used for uh, national security intelligence, for business intelligence, for, you know, business decisions, and we applied it to the transition space. And it's been wildly successful. We have uh, interviewed, surveyed, uh, interacted with thousands of service members, veterans, spouses, and companies. And we make all that data available through our interactive da data dashboards or uh, through like our infographics. We've got gobs of infographics. They're floating all around the, uh, the internet. And then also our new line, our, our uh, interactive, or not interactive, but our, uh, yes, exactly. Thank you. Uh, uh, so our uh, transition guidebooks that are like wildly successful and uh, we're gonna continue to extend those and, uh, and there's a lot more in the work. All right, sorry, long answer, short question. Well, that, that, that's one right there, boom. Um, boom. Boom. Look, data, big data, right? That's where everything is is going. We know that um, business intelligence is, you know, certainly really one of the exploding industries right now. Um, applying that right to a transition and the events that that these folks go through, man, that's powerful. So, um, and it's probably never been done before, right? Um, so not really. To my knowledge, that we're doing it this at scale. There's been others that have been collecting some data. Obviously, uh, IBMF has done a fantastic job. They have gobs of data. Uh, cannot say enough good things about them. 
Um, but I think we're the only ones that have a data interactive data dashboard at scale uh, that people can use and also for military spouses. And for spouses, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Um, so Sean, you had a guidebook um, and between Brian and Sean, do you guys wanna tell us, cause it's not just one guidebook, right? That's correct. Yeah, so, um, uh, so there's actually three that have been published so far, and there is one that will be published here a week before Veterans Day uh, for 2022. Um, the first one really started off with, um, let, me, let me give you the background of how we actually came up with these uh, guidebooks, yeah. right? So right now, the transition space is, uh, it's confusing, you know? So we've done all this data, we've done all this research, we can tell you, this is one of our core flagship uh, infographics, and we can tell you that it's really confusing. 48% of service members say that it's more difficult than they expected. 76 per se, 76 of 76% of veterans say that their transition was stressful. 52% uh, say that it was confusing. I mean, it is really difficult. Uh, and right now there is so much information that's out there. There is a sea of goodwill. That's the good news, but you can also drown in that sea of goodwill. There are lots of organizations through social media, think LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, all the social media platforms, you know, um, there are lots of veterans out there trying to help, but not all that inf information scales, right? And so we just saw all this information and you're just being overwhelmed. And, and some veterans were just like kind of checking out. They're like, oh my God, this is so confusing. I don't know what to do. And so we decided, hey, um, we just want to take the absolute best data information and lessons. And we want to summarize that. And we want to make it crystal clear of how to get this process started. So Truths About the Military Transition was really intended for the service member the day they put the uniform on because decisions you make in uniform will have an impact on your future life, what you can do, your marketability, and the options that you have. So the sooner you know these truths, and these aren't Brian's opinions, these are what thousands of veterans say. And so we wanted to summarize it down and our goal was to get it down to 20 pages and 20 pages of like big text with, you know, facts and figures uh, to make it crystal clear of here is what is ahead. And you need to start thinking about these things. So that's really where it all started. Um, the first book we sent it out, uh, we had it drafted and thought, hey, it looks really good. Actually, the truth of the matter is this one's like 20 pages and the first version of it was 80 pages. And I mean, literally, we were like cutting and cutting and cutting. Um, writing it was not hard. Reducing it down to 20 pages was really the hard part on this book because we really wanted to get oh, the gems. Um, so we sent it out and uh, we thought, let's let's see what the reaction is. And we sent it out to two of our uh, big supporting organizations. And I mean, like within 24 hours, they turned around and said, oh, whatever you need, we're in. This is amazing. Um, and so we sent it out and uh, the response has just been overwhelming. Anyway, so uh, that's the first book, Truths About the Military Transition, 10 Factual Truths That Every Service Member Needs to Understand the Day They Put the Uniform On. Book two is called Winning the Employment Game Veteran Edition. And so I've been out in the public and private sectors for two decades now, work with countless service members and veterans. And uh, there's lots of confusion how this game is played. And so there's an ancient proverb that says that if you want to win any game, the first thing that you have to do is learn the rules of the game and then play by those rules. Uh, but the rules aren't written anywhere. And so we decided we're going to write the rules so that service members really understand how this game is played. And so we give, you know, in 20 some pages, we give kind of the, the broad rules of how the game is played. 
we introduce things like um, the open versus the hidden job market, things that service members have never had to be concerned about, right? So they think that, hey, there's, a, you know, company X has all these jobs listed. All I have to do is submit my resume and boom, I'm off to the races. Um, that is uh, the open job market. Those are jobs that, you know, anybody can apply for. And uh, I have talked to numerous veterans that have said, Brian, I have sent out hundreds of resumes and I've gotten like two responses. What am I doing wrong? And they don't understand, you know, this, these positions is called the open job market. The hidden job market or the closed job market is where the real jobs are at. And every great organization has lots of jobs that are available, but you have to find a way to get to that. And the key is through networking. So we explain that. We explain, you know, how to get started, how to build a strong resume, uh, you know, your interviewing skills, how to interact with organizations, how to tell your story, which is like critically important uh, and networking, building that network. Anyway, so book two is all about how to win the game. But to win the game, you first have to understand how to play the game and the rules and how to how to use those rules. Uh, the third book um, we have discovered. Uh, and so the second book is more on the back end of the transition. The third book is uh, all about the challenges that service members and their families endure um, throughout the transition process. There are 12 broad challenges that we've identified. Uh, things like, you know, loss of purpose, loss of identity, uh, loss of the structure and the norms that we're all used to wearing a uniform. That was the hardest part for me when I took the uniform off um, was uh, up to that point, my entire adult life had been in uniform and I defined myself by the military. And I got out and nobody told me like this, you know, gut punch that I was going to take of uh, just becoming Brian again. And uh, so we try to highlight that. We talk about there's these barriers that you got to break. There are cultural barriers, there are language barriers, there are informational barriers, there are concerns, family concerns, time concerns, financial concerns. And then um, there are limitations that you have to overcome. And one of the big ones that I would just highlight, and, and I can't emphasize this enough, if, if uh, folks don't take anything away from this podcast other than the transition starts with self-reflection. I see so many veterans that like skip over that and they don't think about what do I want to do? I get a choice in the matter. There's no detailer. There's, you know, no um, service officer uh, or a senior NCO that's going to actually place me in my next assignment. I get to choose. And that's a blessing if you're ready. It's a curse if you're not. All right. Mm -hmm. I see the bomb there. Uh, that's my cue also to, 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 to cut that one off. So another long answer to a short question. No, no, that that's great because, I mean, look, you got the beginning, you got the end, you got kind of the midpoint there, and then the new book coming out. Um, fantastic. I, you know, I would love to see something like an adoption of that book, right, given and put in every service member's hand during in-processing, right, um, and put it in the packet. That would be awesome because you're right. Like, my own personal experience – I went to MEPS, tested and qualified, and I was in the Air Force as well. Um, I wanted to be an optometry assistant. I went um, to the uh, to the processor and the officer there, and he said, hey, look, you qualified for any job the Air Force can offer. What do you want to do? I said, I want to be an optometry assistant. He's like, well, how about this? How about since you qualified for everything, why don't you just go in open general? And when you get down to San Antonio, if you don't like one of the jobs that are available well you just can pick optometry assistant um you know i'm an 18 year old dumb kid and i'm like yeah that sounds great keep my options open yeah okay i get down there and it is you know that's absolutely false right we all know that and i lucked out i got you know it was a medical assistant so i got into club med but just 
by, you know, sheer blessing, you know, I could have been doing whatever else, right. I could have been a crew dog or whatever, nothing wrong with those, but not what I wanted to do. Um, and that those things shape, like you said, that shapes your career, not only in the military, but beyond that. Really does. And so, uh, so um, I absolutely appreciate Mark, your comment of um, every service member ought to have that. Uh, that is where we are at. We are uh, finding other organizations that we're partnering with to be able to make that a reality. Um, we're very thankful that uh, USAA actually purchased uh, about 25,000 copies of our first book and uh, sent those out through the USO. Uh, and nice. that has been really successful. Uh, we also avail, you know, everything we do on our website's free. That's one of the big things that I highlight is that all these books that we write are free of charge. We give you the absolute highlights. And then we also point service members to other organizations that we recommend that you interact with. Remember, 40,000 VSOs that are out there, there's gobs of individuals that are out. They have good intention, but some of the advice that they share doesn't scale to the entire community. Um, and so we then point people to the resources that we recommend that they then follow on with. So it's this, um, it's the entry point, you know, that's really our goal is to be the first entry point. And then we point people to here are the great organizations you need to work with. And while I'm saying that, I will say the most recommended aspect, again, we've been collecting gobs of data, been doing this for two decades. Um, there are five main recommendations uh, or elements of a successful transition. And I can give you those. Uh, the first is to, um, start early. The second is to have a transition plan. The third is to network, network, network. 86% of veterans recommend that you network because that is the biggest element of a successful transition. I can't say that enough. Um, and then next, um, learn how to translate or not just translate, but apply your skills to whatever the, the role position that you're looking for is. And then finally, being patient. So that's what the data says. There's no one size fits all solution for the transition, period, dot. There is not. But those are the five themes that come out when you talk to thousands of veterans. So I say all that just to say networking can be intimidating, but I will tell you it is so important. So like when you talk about learning how to translate and um, apply your skills, networks will really help you. Your network will help you to understand, hey, here's what this organization is really looking for, and here's how to adapt what you did as a medical assistant, as an Intel, you know, um, uh, Intel professional. Here's how to apply that. So I can't say enough good things, and I said that we point people to great organizations I'm stomping my foot right now for the uh, ACP, American Corporate Partners, and Veterati. I mean, I absolutely oh, yeah. love both those organizations. There's a lot of organizations that are out there that help you find mentors. Those are two that uh, we just think are fantastic organizations. Yeah. I, I can't argue with those five points at all. I, I went like this on number five because that's where I'm struggling is with the patients. I, I got the other four locked in. That yeah. patients one, I'm still working on a little bit. Um, so, but. ACP, phenomenal. I just finished my, my session with, with the, the mentor or the coach there uh, and Veterati. Veterati, we talk about so much, we finally got Mark to sign up for it. Um, and last we checked, we believe Mark's the reason the whole network crashed. Wow. All right. Well done. I think it was because everybody wanted to have him as a mentor. So it just flooded. That, yeah, hey, that's what happened. I'm going that too. <laughs> well, Man, I have just, you know, I'm number one, um, very impressed. I mean, look, you're Academy grad. I mean, just you, you just did everything seems like you could um, in the right way. And now 
with what you're doing here with, you know, um, just the, the books that you guys are writing, the organization, I mean, you know, transition, uh, militarytransition.org, like you guys have so much to offer and you're doing so much. Like, what is it? How can people help you? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I mentioned earlier that everything we do is free. We give it all away. Uh, and so the best thing they can do is tell their friends all this information is available. It's free of charge. Um, so, I mean, we've got this massive data set. You can see all the data that's in there. Every piece of metric data is available and you can put in branch rank, uh, years of service, age, specialty, uh, MLS, AFSC. It'll give you data aligned to your profile. There are gobs of lessons learned on the site. The, uh, the comments, uh, we share most of the comments, although sometimes we have to kind of, you know, uh, clean them up a little bit because uh, sometimes veterans have some colorful language. Um, so all that's available, but um, use this data and tell your friends that it's there, that it's free of charge. You go to the site, um, you can read the books online, you can download them all, um, they're all there. The fourth book, uh, Mistakes, uh, this is what we've seen after two decades. There are 12 consistent mistakes. I didn't really talk about these a whole lot. Um, it's coming out here right, right before Veterans Day. Um, I personally love the first book, Truths About the Military Transition. I love them all, but Truths really is kind of like every service member ought to, have it, uh, ought to have a copy of that the day they put the uniform on. On the fourth book, Mistakes, it's more to like midway through your career so you understand and you, you know more of the mistakes and the, uh, the ambushes that you're trying to avoid. But uh, our big ask is share the information. Go to the site, use all the data, and then tell everybody you know that it's there, that it's available. Absolutely. And, and that's really the heart and soul behind why we started this, too. And, and all that information out there and trying to spread the information because I was, one, overwhelmed with all the resources that are available, 40,000 plus, you know, and, and I was lucky to tie in with a couple of good ones early. Someone recommended the key, you know, four block ACP commit veterati and vets industry sort of got me honed in at the beginning and then branch out from there. Um, and then the other thing that amazed me was how little my peers knew, yeah. you know, after 20 years in the military, how many really had no idea. And I knew some things cause you know, I made a point to talk to the people retiring. Um, but a lot of people don't. So what you're doing is amazing that, that, you know, and, and first of all, they're, they're easy to read, you know? So if you're not a reader, <laughs> that, that is a key point. They're easy to read. They're easy to flip through. They're only 20 pages. You know, you're not, you're not trying to read, you know, war and peace. Um, and it's just packed with great information, which is just so helpful to what we're doing, especially if you start with that first one, as you're starting your transition and really open your eyes up to the whole process and what's ahead of you. Uh, and that's what I, I found most valuable about it. Thank you. That was really the intent. That's that just absolutely amazing. So and I'm looking forward to seeing the fourth book. We got your information going across the bottom. So you got your LinkedIn, you got the website, and of course the download link to the eBooks. All three of them are available. You can download them. But I would encourage you, anyone, don't just go download the books. You definitely want to, but take the time to, to look at the analytics, put your data in there, and actually you know learn more about the whole process because it, it'll go a long way to helping you. I, I guarantee you that. Um, so as we get ready to um, close out here, Brian, are there any 
you know, things, any, any last words you want to put out to really um, leave with our listeners? Yeah. So the, the most important lesson, you know, you're responsible for your own transition, period, dot. The uh, TAP instructor um, is not you and you alone. And so there's all these resources that are available. We're one of many. Um, and we are, this isn't Brian's opinion. This is what thousands of veterans have shared with us. Our job is to help them tell their stories and bring those stories to life. So use it all. But again, you're responsible for your own transition. And it starts with you doing a pause and thinking about what is it that I want to do next? Um, you can do anything you want. Don't feel um, constrained or entitled. Don't feel constrained by what you did in the military. And don't feel entitled if you are a senior NCO or a senior officer. Um, it's your responsibility for that transition. Gobs of resources on our site to be able to help you understand the process. It's super confusing, right? Um, and so we try to demystify all that in short, concise guidebooks. And also, uh, you know, gobs of data that's available that you can see that fit to your profile. On our site also, we highlight there are three different groups that go through the transition. We can tell you who they are, the challenges they encounter. It's all there. Please check it out. I'm not going to do a deep dive on that right now, but it's all there. Uh, and uh, it's easy to understand. Outstanding. Uh, so much great information. And, and your website just has so much more. Um, just amazing stuff. So, you know, definitely uh, check, check out. Uh, military-transition.org, you will not be disappointed. You're going to see a lot of information that's going to help you. Um, Brian, we want to thank you for coming on here, dropping all yeah. this great knowledge on us. Uh, so amazing. Make sure everybody get out there, check out the website, get the books. Um, and thank you again for tuning in to the Vet SOS podcast. Remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS lifeline. Got you, got you, got you.